0: what is up my plows and my casts it's your <laughs> boy your co-host paul with my other co-host evan
1: yo yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i still it's co-host <laughs> and co-host right i don't know how that works. yeah
1: i don't think okay. it would be host and co-host because right it's like not one isn't more than the other i guess craig would be the the, the host? host yeah that's what co-host. i was gonna say yes. okay
0: Shout out, Craig. He's in the studio. He's recording everything. We are here to break down in-depth Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 2, Cut and Run.
1: Boom. Of
0: course. It was pretty good. Shorter than mm-hmm. the premiere. I feel like, of course, like we couldn't have 74-minute-long episodes <laughs> all season. That's yeah. a bit ambitious. But still a lot to get into. Me and Evan both have been binge-watching it uh, since it came out. We've both seen it eight times. Oh, yeah, sure. Yep. (laughs) We're kind (laughs) of experts. But I'm going to let Evan again kind of take the rails on it. Because as you know, as you saw in our last video, Evan kind of knows everything about Star Wars. So I've been told he has another bombshell tonight. (laughs) He has another bombshell tonight. uh, uh,
1: You literally asked me if I did, and I said that I did not. (laughs) So stay tuned for that whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we're gonna start it off similar to the last review um basically going to old stuff first callbacks re you know introductions my man cut laquane coming mm. back and his family for another episode in the Verse. i guess we'll call it the <laughs> Verse. um nice but, uh what a what a great choice i feel like um what's fun is all of the voice actors came back uh, to reprise their roles. Um one of the one of the kids is actually Ventress's voice actor, so actress. So that's pretty cool. Maybe that's why I recognize the voice. I was yeah, gonna say one, she, one of the kids' yeah. voices, I was like I think, <laughs> I think it's um she does like Ventress and like a lot of side characters, kids mostly. Um, gotcha. But yeah, all the all the voice actors came back. Um I I really liked the I really like they, them getting like an upgrade animation-wise because when we first see Cut, I think it's like season two of Clone Wars. So you know, just yeah. having them visually up to par now it looks really cool. Um, my man with the streak of gray and the mutton chops. The mutton chops nice. were nice. Yeah, oof. this the house looks the same as I remember at least. Um, like their whole area, like their little farm, just looks really nice. There's a little there's a line in there about uh, how Rex was was there the day before um i just think it's i think it's really nice that rex remembers them and like goes to check up on them or at least this once um just to make sure that they were everything was all right um we missed him by a day so. yeah uh, but I'm, I'm not too worried about it because we know he'll show up eventually but i just i just like the idea that he's always you know he's thinking about them and you know how to how he can help them out or whatever and like he told them about the chips. Um, That's what. Some I wanted to ask you. What do you? How? What are your thoughts on cuts on his chip? Like how? How would that even work? I
0: was thinking about that too. Like you would think, like he's just like any other clone, right? Even though he's defected, he didn't. Like it should still work. But I'm thinking that since he was already like, like a deserter, I'm thinking his programming was already weakened. So yeah. Like, in the sense that Bad Batch are all mutated clones, he might have been, to a very small extent, mutated. Um, so then, like, he could resist the order since he mm-hmm. already is breaking
1: orders type of thing. Right. If I think... Comes. No, yeah, that definitely... Does. I feel like if if he was ever in the situation where he was given an order like that, we would see maybe, like, a little bit of... Kind of like what we saw with Rex with Order 66. A little bit of resistance there. Yeah, um, just because he's so separated from the the army and all that, um, but cut and his family, they were all completely cut off from like any communications. So he would not even have any way of receiving the order. Um, I remember like it was just going through the comms, and all the clones were good, but he doesn't have. I assume he doesn't have a comm, at least, or if he does, it's like in his helmet. Yeah, I don't which know. Which he, if he even still has, it's like stored away in their barn or something. Right. Um. And even if somebody were to come up to him, like a, an officer, doesn't it only work through through Palpatine? Isn't he the only one that can give the orders? Yeah, or like all, some... all
0: the all the orders, Order 60, I think it was like 100 orders, yeah. but it's exclusively
1: it. for the Supreme Chancellor to Yeah. Give. So um, the situation yeah. would have to be, like, they would... First of all, if he were to get found, the only way I could see them even needing him, like, they wouldn't need him. He's just a random clone yeah exactly. they would just, They would more likely just throw him in prison or kill him
0: i was gonna say um, they would just punish him for for deserting yeah. in the first place but,
1: uh, the only thing i could see is some brutal sort of you know i order you to order this kill any deserter and their family or something like that so yeah like that would be like he would just kill his own family and pretty dark stuff which i don't think they he's not that big of a character at this point for them to you know go into that more um and even if he wanted to get the chip out, I don't think they really would have that technology in his little his barn. <laughs> like, what <where> did <laughs> they get it? Like, they needed a, in in season seven. Like, they needed the like whole med bay of a Venator, yep. and like Rex got like a CAT scan, and they had to get like like I doubt they would be able to even get it out. Um, They're just gonna go digging in with yeah. garden hose. And <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay if there's like dirt on this? <laughs> I think it makes sense for him to not. You know, because he hasn't gotten any orders in yeah. years. Like, so he wouldn't even just hearing about them from somebody else wouldn't suddenly trigger, you know, his loyalty. I'm glad they left safely. There was a little bit of time yeah. where I was like wondering if maybe uh. like Cut or Sue would like get k- captured and like they would be separated or something. But I'm I'm glad um I'm glad they got away. How did you feel about just that's who they brought back for this specific episode?
0: I think thematically. It just makes so much sense. That's why, like, <laughs> again, when you told me about it, like, I was just like, my jaw dropped. I was like, dude, makes perfect sense. We have a band of, of deserters <laughs> who, like, are going, like, where are they going to go? Oh, another clone who's been through this exact situation. Like, it was perfect. I'm kind of glad that I feel like they're not, maybe we'll see them again one episode. But I feel like for the most part, we're done mm-hmm. seeing cut. But I'm glad we got this. Like, he's kind of like a stepping stone. Like, I think there's going to be, they'll probably run to, re- or they will definitely run to relax, but maybe in the near future. And then he'll actually help them. But Cut isn't like yeah. anything. He would let them sleep at his house, but he's not going to help them fight. He's not going yeah, he to help them be crosshair.
1: Protect his family.
0: He's a family, man. So I think, like, just this episode was, was just enough because okay. we get to see him again. He's got the mutton chops. He's doing good. <laughs> um, he gets off safely. He'll probably start another farm on another planet somewhere. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it was really nice to see. Yeah. I like I like returning characters like that.
1: Yeah, if they had like a whole arc for it, each side character or clone from Clone Wars, like we'd be here forever. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with what we had. Like just to know he's still kicking around, and that you know that like a, a deep dive into the into the episodes like that was you know even thought of. I would like maybe just like one scene of like him and Rex like talking cause we didn't actually get to see them talk yeah, like just like, a, a, re- a reunion. Um, maybe just seeing his new, you know, life or new house wherever they decided to settle and just to know that, that they're there and they're happy and it's whatever. Um, but just after that, like I'm I'm good if they don't cause he's not like, he's not supposed to be a main character It's just, yeah. you know, for one episode that they you know decided to bring it back, which was really cool. Did we men- mention the mutton chops? I, th- I think we did mention the munch hops. Maybe not. <laughs> they were looking good. Oh, my God. And he had a ha- <laughs> little gray streak, too. A little streak. Yeah, ah. not even full gray. What a um, lad. I guess next up, real quick, because we talked about it before, but like, just the quality of the animation is just insane. Like, oh my, my, my favorite example of that is when they get to Salukamai and the door opens and Omega walks out. And just the lighting from inside the ship and outside, and you could see dust particles floating around as she like looks around. Like it just, it looks like a like a movie, like it just <laughs> some animated movie that you would go watch with like millions of dollars as their budget, which they probably do have. But that's that's not the point. Um,
0: I was gonna say they probably yeah. do have a have a yeah bonkers budget, oh, but course. they're they're putting it to good use. Right. It is streets ahead. Like yeah. you can really tell they put in the effort, and it's just like. It's I said it before, but it's the same Clone Wars like style, just upgraded, which I think is yeah. wonderful. Like you, they could have gotten even more realistic, I think it would have thrown it off, because it it misses kind of that charm of the the art style. But like they're, <laughs> so far, they're, they've nailed it, and yeah. like I I feel like they're not going to stop here. Of
1: course not. I hope not. I, yeah, I, I hope I also like having the two different styles. Um, it's like realistic and and animated, two completely different things. Um, exactly, yeah. Uh, we already mentioned it, but Cut looks great too, like with the upgrade for the models for him and his family. Um, shout out to Kevin Kiner who does the music for all the like the. Mm-hmm. We've had the Bad Batch theme for like what two or like in the show at least for only two episodes, and it's a banger every time it comes on yeah. at the end of the episode. I'm like, okay, this is I can. Like a hundred percent, fully accept this into my Star Wars music database.
0: Every time I'm like, "Oh, this is a Star Wars. This is new. I like it." Yeah, <laughs> but then like I'm a like, oh, "Nope, this is Star Wars. <laughs> it is
1: Star Wars, exactly." <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, the, one of my favorite songs is the um the Clone Wars theme, which is just just Star Wars except militarized with like the yep. drums and the. It's just <laughs> so good. Um, Kevin Connors. Yep. Kind of Fantastic. Moving on to arguably the biggest subject of this episode, which is Omega. 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 I feel like this was more of a setup episode for her, like just building on to the relationships, at least with Hunter, um, that she has. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's that's been the big thing that we've seen throughout. And like the biggest moments are in this episode are between them two.
0: I really like the dynamic they're building. Um,
1: Because, like,
0: they're all brothers, the Bad Batch, and, well, I guess, sister and Omega. Um, But you could definitely tell, like, if not father figure, like the big brother role model with Hunter Mm -hmm. and Omega. And, like, of course, you can see how Omega, like, really wants to be like him. Like, she wants to go, like, she feels at home and safe with him. But I feel like we also saw a lot on Hunter's part. Of the relationship like yeah he just wants to keep her safe like in episode one they go back for her like he wants to go back to, to to bring her with him and now like even like i feel like he like he wants to be with her but he he realized that oh it's probably safer if she goes with the family she'll probably get a yeah. better life if she grows up with cut and his family and like i i feel like that hurt him like <laughs> like he's almost he's almost given away like his little sister like oh yeah that's a big deal. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad they are together. I feel like there's no way they would get rid of Omega on the yeah, second episode. Yeah, not that early. <laughs> no. But, I like, that struggle and, like, Hunter already trying to do, like, the bigger thing, even though it's harder, like, it shows he cares even more than he, he puts on. And I really think it's, like, this episode might seem like I guess filler, quote-unquote, where I mean, they kind of just go to a planet and then mm. go away from that planet <laughs> if you want to be, <laughs> like, if you want to look at it that way. But, yeah. like, emotionally, I feel like there was a lot that they showed here.
1: Yeah, and filler can be really good. Yeah. That, I, that's... I, yeah. I remember saying in one of our other, I forget which video, but Clone Wars is like 80% filler. All it is is filler. It. It's literally filling <laughs> a gap between two movies. That's, that's, <laughs> that's The whole true. thing is essentially filler. Um, and, and it's some look, of the best Star Wars we have. Like so. in episodes like these,
0: when like it's not a major battle set piece or something, like what people wouldn't consider filler you have like stories where you get the most emotional growth mm-hmm. like when when the backdrop is simple enough that you can focus and hone in on the characters some of the best stories happen there like you said so yeah. I, I really i really enjoyed this episode where some people might not and i get that
1: yeah and it's not even like that it's useless because that that emotional or at least you know characters connecting or or talking you know with each other builds up their you know builds up their relationship which later on in episodes that are more relevant that have things actually going on you're going to care more about these characters because you've seen them exactly. you know yep. interacting because if it, we just skip right to oh my god they're gonna take omega away like four episodes later if they've had no personal moments together or like really any signs of them bonding then you're not really going to like you'll be like oh dang that sucks but <laughs> for the most part you won't yeah. really care so you need the in between to to build it up um exactly yeah i hope we see more of omega discovering new things like just a little <laughs> mo- like her picking something i was like whoa what is this and it's like just you know just that some, would be dirt <laughs> that would be dirt <laughs> that um, was a great scene yeah one of my when you were talking about how like she sees him as like a brother or like a father, one of my favorite parts was when um the kids were taking her out to go play and, and she looks over to him and like as if looking for permission and he like nods and smiles and then she goes, She like she was looking for his yeah. his okay, like saying, you know, um, you can go ahead. Yeah. Um, another thing with Hunter, uh we can see that like he's approaching this from the point of view or from the perspective of a soldier, because that's all he is. Like, um, when when they save her from the creature, uh, his first instinct is to reprimand her because that's what you would do to a soldier who disobeyed an order. But mm-hmm. Cut being more of a, a parent sees it as this like that that was dangerous. They probably need to feel comfortable and like that, you know, they want to feel safe. So his immediate instinct was nurturing while Hunter's was reprimanding not neither with like ill intent but just that's just how he thinks the right way to handle the situation is yeah so Hunter's I, Hunter I like <laughs> he, yeah. he's
0: like the best leader on the battlefield <laughs> but you can't have that like this is a new area for him he's never experienced mm. anything like that and seeing yeah. him grow I'm I'm sure we're gonna see more of it but yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's changing his frame of reference really which yeah. is
1: really cool to see and I'm not I'm the th- stuff with Hunter and Omega. I loved it. It's great. I'm not saying I want less of it. <laughs> I am just saying I think, I hope, anyway, that we get more with the other members, maybe not as not as much, because clearly it's Hunter and Omega is the is the big, the big one. Um, but just like a little moment, like we saw like her taking a nap with Wrecker. like that was cool yeah (laughs) Um, but just like little i hope we get more with the rest of the team because it's the bad batch it's not hunter from the bad batch it's you know it's about them Um, very true so like because we've seen very little of her like other than hunter i'd argue crosshair is one of the biggest people that she's had a moment with and he was only in one episode like the moment in the cell where she talks to him um i we get some more of that between the other members um again like i what we have with hunter is great and i hope they keep going with that and that should be the like the primary focus but i uh, just like a little as she starts like we saw with wrecker and cuts kids how he's like uncle wrecker you know? yeah like cool. little bits that show that the rest of them are accepting her as much as hunter is um and i think i think we'll be we'll be pretty good there that nap scene was really funny <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> passed out, is junk everywhere yeah um,
0: <laughs> Oh, I I said in the review. I don't know if you were gonna get into later, but when she takes her little headdress off, I know. I think we're gonna see something significant with it. I think that might have been like mm. a present from someone, or like a sim- symbol of something. Okay. I, I feel like it was weird that she took it off, and we had a scene dedicated to it. So I I'm saying it's foreshadowing. I know you said ah, mm. she's just sad, <laughs> which probably like it might be the case, but. That was something that stood out to me that yeah. I feel like we're going to have some more backstory around that, or around Omega in general. Yeah. That would I make want, sense. I want to mention that, though.
1: Yeah. Because, like, they paused on it for a while. She, like, rubbed it with her hand. Yeah. It could have been, maybe it was, like, a gift from, like, a clone on Camino. Maybe 99 gave it to her. Ooh, Oh?
0: Oh? Um, uh-huh.
1: No, she probably was not alive when 99 died. I'm trying to think of the timeline. They age weird, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it could have been a gift from somebody on Camino, like one of the Caminoans like mm-hmm. that she worked with in her in their labs or whatever. Um I think a big part of it was her just feeling maybe maybe like she feels kind of sep like not separated but this that was like a representation of her being comfortable on Camino, knowing what she do does all the time, knowing her place takes it off, and right. she's in a new world. She has no idea what's happening. I don't know, just spitting some Shakespeare. Right? Because, yeah,
0: you know, right. Getting or, extra deep in it.
1: <laughs> or it could have been nothing. Like, to just, yeah. oh, she's sad. Yeah, um, she's but sad. I, it would head definitely head be cool to... if that ends up having some meaning later on. Yeah. Next up, I wanted to talk about the clones, which for a lot of people might not have been the biggest thing in the episode. Um, and it wasn't for us, but like, I, I feel like it's one of the biggest things that stuck out with me. Um, we can tell from this now, obviously, that they're they're essentially stormtroopers um, mm-hmm. before recruits come into play, um, and like you could just tell, they all sound like they've lost their personalization, they've lost their color, they've lost their personalities. They are, they all sound the same, they all act the same. They're just cold. They're they see all the citizens as just numbers. They're no, like it's just, I hate it. I I I like I- it. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate it. And it's a good thing that I hate it, because that's, that's what happens. That's how I should feel.
0: I, I was going to say, it's truly remarkable for, I guess, Filonia or whoever's at the helm of this to have all of Clone Wars, the, the anime series, us falling in love with the clones, like the Bad Batch <laughs> in general. We fell in love with, what, four episodes, that one arc in mm-hmm. Season 7? We love all of them. And to just shift that right on its head now, like, oh, it makes me sick to my stomach seeing yeah. clones act the way they do in this episode and the last one, the way they've written them, and and like the the mood shift, like it makes you like, oh, like something's not right, yeah. and it's not. It's post Order sixty six, like that's exactly how you're supposed to feel, and I think they're playing it like
1: yeah. really good. It's ironic because they were they were trying to win the war against the droids, and they won. But then they turned into the they droids. Turned
0: right into droids. Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: I I think that could be a good way of excusing um, like how they didn't notice two clones or like no, not two. Sorry, like five clones. Yeah. <laughs> um, running around this little this little spaceport. Um, obviously, the bad batch. They don't look exactly the same. So I, you know, you can pass on that. But cut is. Nothing special about him, like physically at least. He mm-hmm. has the same face. He's, you know, just a regular clone. Um, I see it as more. They don't even take into account what people look like because they don't they're care. Numbers. They're just assets yeah. or like you know, just pieces to be moved around and and you know accounted for. They don't even they don't even connect with the person anymore. So that's why it took. That's at least in my head. That's why it took so long for even just one clone to almost notice Cut, who looks identical other than the fact he was wearing a hat which was a pretty nice hat (laughs)
0: oh i like their all their outfits especially Wrecker. i think Wrecker looked cool
1: did the poncho dudes were rocking
0: (laughs) but um no i think i think like their loss of personality and like i guess empathy towards other is like exactly what order 66 is about because like they've been fighting with their jedi generals like they've been bonding with them yeah. So for Order 66 to work, it would need to strip away like their ability to see them as other people. Because how are you going to kill someone? You, like, you've spent so much fight. You've, you've risked your lives Aw, with this weird. person. And just to turn on them, you would need to like shift into, like mm-hmm. again, that droid-like, cold-hearted, like exactly what you were saying. I think that's a direct result of like the programming of, of Order
1: 66. Yeah. I don't think it was just order 66 like is cuz the the order says that you know the jedi have committed treason and they must be eliminated but i feel like other than that they would be the same so i'm assuming there's been other orders in place or other like you know other commands given to from other higher ups that are just essentially you know you are now this and then they just go do this go do, they so i don't think it all stems from just order 66 I don't know, because we don't really know... They yeah. don't really get into the different... Because there's at least 65 others orders, and then more past 66. Um, I think there's like... I think there's um a list somewhere of them all. But... I
0: I, I remember hearing about a different one. Um, But yeah, they are they're they definitely specified the others. But they're all, like, doomsday type of yeah. ones. Like, they have to kill all the Jedis, or they have to kill the, all the Senators, or something. Like, it's all crazy. Like, like the orders are like, like <laughs> the chief like this is gonna mess up the like whole landscape
1: of the galaxy.
0: Yeah. Order of sixty six, of course, being the most notable and probably the most awful. Of course. One. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, whenever I think about the other orders, I just think about um, the one bit from the Robot Chicken Star Wars where Vader's um, <laughs> like, "What were the other orders?"
0: <laughs> I don't even think I've seen that clip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up after.
1: Oh yeah, it's like, what are the other sixty five orders? And he starts singing. <laughs>
0: I've seen a lore video, though. I think it's, like, Order 27 or something. Yeah, there was one that was, like, like, really
1: messed up, where, like, they yeah, kill everybody. Or, like, they kill all the Padawans or yeah, something. something like that. But yeah. I'm wondering <laughs> if, by the end of the show, I think it would be really cool if we get to see the transition from not only clones to recruits, but, like, clone armor to Stormtrooper. Like, if we get to see, like, how many clones stay... Do they get all decommissioned, or is it just certain amounts at a certain time? Slowly, do they get decommissioned, or is it just all instantly replaced with recruits that have been in training for months, while the clones are like the temporary? Um, kind of like it. At the end of season seven, we saw at the end there there was like stormtroopers. It was full empire. I was going so to say yeah. with Vader coming up. All the stormtroopers. I want to. I hope we kind of at the very end get to see some sort of transition. Because we know eventually it goes from clones to human recruits, which are cheaper. Um, so I think that could be really cool. Because that would really just be the nail in the coffin. Like, first you love you love the clones. Then they betray everyone. Then be, they become mindless droids. And then they're just decommissioned and replaced yep. with people. Like, they were never even there. Yep.
0: I, I think that is where it would be headed to. And I think, like, Crosshair already, almost that prototype Stormtrooper armor... Um, but I think it'd be cool even, like, <laughs> imagine if the ending scene of Bad Batch is, is Darth Vader pulling up to that oh, planet man. again. I don't think it would work like no, that, but... probably not the but, same planet. Yeah, but but um, seeing some Stormtroopers, I feel like high yeah, just, possibility. Just
1: cameos. We don't want it to turn into just, like, Rebels yeah. 2. Yeah, right. Although I guess that wouldn't be so bad. Because um, I think there is supposedly a sequel in the works for Rebels. We gotta hurry up on that. <laughs> check um, out the series linked ooh, below wow, look at the definitely plug definitely it let's go um so the last couple things i had was just um more more details about the episode specifically other than characters um i thought it was cool hearing more about chain codes um just build it building up the world and the lore mm-hmm. um, and more just having instead of people being people they're just They're just numbers in a system. I remember Tech and Echo were talking about it. Tech was like, it's genius. You could just identify anyone by their number. Um, Which I guess is true. That's how the clones worked. But they they gave themselves names. Um, The hologram of that uh, Imperial officer... That officer is Vice Admiral Rampart. That is his name. Um, That's all I know about him. Uh, But he was big enough of a character to get a Black Series figure. So I feel like we might be seeing him more to see in the future. Yeah, Uh, hopefully.
0: Interesting. I did not know that. Um, I wanted to add too, I really liked how Mm -hmm. quickly we're seeing the influence of the Empire take over the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, Order Sixty Six literally just happened. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's been days. And we're already seeing like clones who are helping out. Boom, they're turning their bad. And now they're they're just maintaining and holding, like almost like like hostage
1: these planets. Yeah, they were taking all like, the ships that they found. Like not mm-hmm. even military ships, just ships in general were just getting impounded.
0: Like join the empire or be conquered. And like that's like the empire is pretty bad and and we're seeing yeah. that firsthand, which I I think is really cool.
1: Yeah, they were switching currencies too. The Republic credits are no longer yep. worth anything. You had to switch to imperial.
0: This was an interesting
1: thing that I thought about. I was thinking, wow, I guess I was thinking, like, the Bad Batch must have some sort of... What are they What are they thinking when they, like, shoot and kill other clones? Um, I feel like that could be an interesting topic. Because at first I was like, oh, man, that must be horrible. Because if you think back to Season 7, Rex was like, he didn't want to kill anyone. He just stunned them all. He was, like, crying. He didn't want to do it. Um, so there could be that, possibly. But then at the same time, do they... Does the Bad Batch even feel that connection with regular clones because they're so different? And we saw at least in the lunchroom scene, there's like a little bit of prejudice against them. Um and if there wasn't before or sixty six, there's at least, you know, enough of a difference. They're literally their own squad because they don't align with the others. They don't even look the same. Um, but I wonder like what the psychological effects of that could be. Because we saw it with Rex, who was identically identical to them. I'm wondering if you know they will get anything about how they how they feel about you know doing something like that, having to kill their own brothers, which they're still brothers technically.
0: Yeah, I, I think Rex is like <laughs> probably the best clone ever. Yeah. Um, but like, he, like that's not something like as common to feel such empathy for his brothers. Like, I feel like. I guess the Bad Batch, like you said, they already had that kind of step of like disassociation mm. where like, ah, oh, we're not really like them. And now I feel like it's it's an us or them type of thing. Like, they're shooting at us. I'd rather kill them and we survive. But mm-hmm. Rex is opposite. He's like, no, I don't care if they hate me. They want to kill me. Like, they're still my brothers. I think Rex is like going above and beyond. Yeah. I think it's it's maybe even a little more normal to say these, my, my brothers, they're not my brothers anymore. They're evil. Yeah. Or droids, they like, had no choice. Oh, exactly. And I think that's kind of what the Bad Batch are at. And like Ahsoka, even, like she's on Rex's side, where like, oh, like I, I fought with these guys. But then we see Obi Wan and, and Yoda in episode three. <laughs> they just, they're slicing through. Really the impaling so, them. Yeah. So I think it's like there's two mentalities towards it. Like it's mm-hmm. either if they're on the other side. I'm sorry, but it's what I got to do. Or I don't care that you're on the other side. I still love you. And Mm. I think, like, we've only seen, I think, Rex and Ahsoka, like, out of everyone, who have gone that step ahead and said, no, like, I'm still fighting for you guys, even that we're we're on the other side. Which, like, I feel like that's the exception. Like, I feel like that's a special case. I don't feel like normally people would stray that way. Right. But um, but I, I think it is a cool dynamic. I I feel like they might explore it. Like we have what yeah. sixteen
1: episodes to go. Fourteen a- or sixteen in total, I think. I don't remember the but it's and around I, it's around that. Yeah.
0: And I would say especially with crosshair, because like with crosshair, you don't have that disassociation. Like that's their brother. Like <laughs> there's no two ways. So I feel like they're gonna like it's it's they'll lean more towards like Rex and Ahsoka's philosophy yeah. for crosshair at at least.
1: Yeah. I think specifically Echo would be the target of a, of a story like that. Cause he is just a regular clone who was, yeah. like, you know, messed with.
0: And, um, and maybe and- there
1: would be like a case where they're on a mission or something and like, echo, we need you to do this. And he's like, I can't, that's, I don't want to. And there's like a hostage clone or some, some sort of, you know, yeah yeah um, but he would be the only one that I think this is just a stretch. This isn't me just thinking out loud, um, but he would be the only one I think that would have any sort of heavy feeling about having to like kill and shoot at, his own brothers like what if he sees somebody that used to be his friend in the five, 501st you know like yeah what, uh, what if rex followed the order and he runs into rex you know uh, what would what, uh, what, what, that. that be it's okay rex is fine he did <laughs> yeah.
0: but um no yeah i think like echo rex fives like those are guys who like their bond is just like the step above what normal clones would have mm-hmm. so i i think yeah we might see echo do i think that makes a lot of sense actually
1: yeah i've I'm anticipating a Rex Echo reunion scene. Oh, I can't wait for it, dude. I'll cry. I'll cry on camera. Uh, Any other details you wanted to bring up? I don't think so, but prediction time? I think prediction time. Uh, We hyped up prediction time just then, but there's not really much to predict. So (laughs) We didn't (laughs) really get a lot.
0: I was going to say, my prediction, same exact thing as last time. (laughs) They're gonna go <laughs> to another planet.
1: Oh.
0: I don't Maybe Coruscant. Maybe still maybe. Um I they were in Coruscant gonna... in the
1: trailer at some point, weren't they? That that's I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Um but I still don't think it'll be Rex. I think we're gonna I think he's gonna be like a mid season thing. Like yeah. it's gonna be huge. Um but uh, I think they'll run into someone. I think I don't know. Like there, I feel like next episode is going to be action heavy, and someone's going to be like on yeah. their side, help them figure stuff out.
1: Yeah, there was a uh, like a little like a thirty second spot I think on YouTube. I don't even remember. I think there was something about like either them being like mercenaries or going to a mercenary about something. If I am remembering, but I don't want to. Hmm. I don't want to look into it too much because I want to leave some surprise. Um, so, yeah, and if it is the. And if it is the episode where they go to Coruscant, I think that's where a lot of the action from the trailer was, like when they're on speeders and like, they're just driving around that might've been Coruscant. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely could be um, a lot of action because we know the episode with the Rex at least it's at, um, if there's only one from what we saw in the trailer, they were at like a, uh, a, a scrapyard for all the old vendors that were getting de- like demolished and, you know, just scrapped for parts. Um, I think that's where they were. That could have been just a mixing of two scenes, but um, you know that that was what I remembered. So if they're if they're going to Coruscant on some other thing, then I guess Rex would be a couple episodes down the line. One last thing that I remembered writing about: um, we do know that Fennec is in this from The Mandalorian at some point. What happened to Boba Fett? Um, but I think having him would be a really interesting conflict with the Bad Batch, considering he's a clone. Um, that's a, a really stretched out, mostly because I just want to see animated Boba Fett is the, yeah. is the, basically. <laughs> um, we never got that Clone Wars episode of him versus Cad Bane. And I'm still, going to say, it. yeah. Um, I don't know that could be cool because they're all clones, you know, just cloning around, just clone things cloning
0: around. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, that would be cool. Watch we see Boba. If we see Boba, I'll Venmo you a hundred dollars.
1: Oh well, I'm heard even it Heard it here.
0: Heard Friends,
1: <laughs> in any capacity, like if it's just a shot of his gauntlet or his armor, anything Boba Fett, you have to. It's
0: like Slave One in the background. Like anything like Fett thing.
1: Yeah, it's like the Slave One is in like <laughs> two frames of a shot or something. Boom, and someone finds it online. One hundred big ones. Oh man, she to DM dude. you the picture. You're like boom, pay up. Whew. All right. All right. So overall, um, I thought this was a good episode. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that didn't like it, um, because I haven't really been paying attention. But it's it's basically a side quest episode. Yeah. Um, like they go see cut. You know, it's not very relevant to the main story because in the end they just end up back in space waiting for something to do. Yeah. Um, but still, like we said earlier. Like it's, it was more about setting up the connection between Omega and and the Bad Batch, which I think will help later on when they do other things that you know requires you to care about them. Um, but I don't think side quests e episodes are are really that bad of a thing because especially with a group like this, you know, putting them in different situations is always going to be fun. Like you know, because the the point is the group, not really the what they're. What they're doing, so you just put the group somewhere and seeing how they interact with everything I think is probably is a big part of of what the show is meant to be so i I don't mind filler like that um if that might be every episode like each episode is a new side quest a new plot that they have to you know it's like a villain of the week thing hmm. um, which which could also be cool uh what what are you looking forward to from here at least and what do you feel about this episode?
0: Uh, I agree to pretty much everything you said. Um, again, it kind of like raises the stakes for later on. Like now, we are starting to care more about Omega. We're starting to yeah. see how the group kind of molds together. Um, again, like like you said, it doesn't necessarily drive any plot forward, but it's still like I feel like if I miss this episode, I would be missing out. Like overall, yeah. I'm gonna. I, I think I gave episode one an eight nine. I think I'm gonna go like it. I'll say eight two for this episode. <laughs> Still a good episode. Like, like I liked watching. Yeah. I'll probably re-watch it. But like, I feel like when all the episodes come out, I'm uh, like gonna there's binge. gonna be. Yeah, but I feel like there's gonna be stronger episodes than this. I'm yeah. Not saying this is bad, but it makes so much sense to be episode two. Like, like where else would you put this episode besides yeah. here? Like, it, it works perfectly for what it is. Like so, a cool uh, down
1: episode from the big exactly. premiere.
0: Um now we're now we're getting into swing of things and we're we're rolling merrily yeah. right
1: along. If every episode was like a huge, oh my god, then it would kind of yeah. like devalue <laughs> the big episodes, you know. Exactly. So you always have to have that. And that's not a bad thing. No. Um so me, I guess I guess I'd go eight point five out of ten. There you go. There you keep in note that these ratings are like pointless. We have no We're making them up on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> We're just we will be making a ranking problem. video though of every episode at the end. We will. So stay tuned for that, for that. In a couple months.
0: I just want to re-emphasize how exciting it is to have new Star Wars every week.
1: Like oh, I yeah. feel privileged.
0: It's <laughs> awesome.
1: It's awesome. Just think all the years that humans have been around we get to live during star wars
0: and we get bad batch premieres every week oh every, every week. friday and we get to
1: watch it like Two days later, usually.
0: <laughs> what do
1: you mean? You mean immediately? One after day. Oh yeah, yeah. At midnight <laughs> when they drop. Definitely. That's totally when we're watching them. Every
0: we day. actually get um. We actually get a content creators uh like sneak peek. We see oh, yeah, every yeah. episode a day in advance. Totally. That's why that's, the videos
1: are always three days late. <laughs> that's why we have such high quality and of late course, videos. Duh. Obviously. <laughs> Shout right, out Craig so, for putting that together. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> So, unfortunately, the last few minutes of the recording glitched out, and we don't have any audio from the outro, so I'm just going to do it now. Thank you for listening and watching. Um, Let us know what your thoughts were on this episode, uh, and also what you're looking forward to in the rest of the show. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.